0: Welcome back to the Expressions of Destiny podcast. This is Jennifer. Today is Monday, August 7th. And yes, it has been a while since I have uploaded an episode. I believe it has been about three weeks, and that is okay. Sometimes it's okay to take a break, and when things begin to shift and pivot and move in good directions, even in bad directions, whatever the situation may be, we just learn to go with it, right? And so I wanted to hop on here and um, pay you guys a visit and really just um, bring up a topic that I've been thinking about. But, you know, let's back up for just a minute. There has been so much going on right now, um, you know, with our business and with other things that we're doing. If you didn't know... I um, am in the middle of pivoting our business. We've talked about this on previous episodes. So we're pivoting our business. We're restructuring the whole thing. And at the same time, I decided to go back to school, Um, you know, trying to achieve some certificates while my girls are going to school. And at the same time, decided to take on an internship with an organization that I absolutely love. I am learning so much more about this organization day after day. But to be quite frankly, I am exhausted. And so by the time I get home or even when I'm driving on the road, I'm trying to get my thoughts together because there are so many wonderful things that are going on right now that I just want to like throw it all at you on these episodes and I want to make sure that we stay kind of keeping things in order here and not all over the place. And so that's what's been going on in my life and um and I am enjoying every moment of it but I do miss getting on here and talking to my listeners and so here I am today we're going to jump right into this and one of the topics that I really wanted to bring to you uh, regarding business we're going to go in in the direction of business today cuz I know we've been doing a lot of encouraging episodes that will always be there but Talking about business, here is the question that I want to ask. If you are a business owner or if you work for a big corporation and you have a position of leadership, you're in a position of leadership, I want you to hear me and um, I want you to take this question to heart because it's not asked in a way for us to rise up and get offended or to think that the finger is being pointed because it's a question I have to ask myself every day as well. And so the question is, could it possibly be the uh, fault? I'm using that word very loosely. Could it possibly be the fault of the business or the management when it comes to the revolving door? We have talked about the revolving door uh, multiple times on this podcast And that revolving door is what is really hurting a lot of businesses, um, whether we realize it or not. The revolving door of people coming in and going out and coming in and going out consistently does not give us an opportunity to establish relationship with our employees and our management and to create that communication that really allows the business to thrive. And so we have gotten to this place in our economy, and in our world, really, I mean, this covers the entire world, of positions that um, come and go so quickly, and we don't really try to find the ways to retain the people that are coming to us. It's just an opportunity that they jump on, and before you know it, they're um, frustrated, they're unhappy, they didn't really want to work for you in the first place, you know, and they walk out. And it leaves this gap in that business or organization having to fill it. And it becomes very difficult. Because even though everybody else is doing the best that they can to keep things afloat, it still causes somewhat of that burden or that that pain, that pain point. And so sometimes we really have to step back. We have to get to a point where we look at ourselves As leaders, managers, supervisors, owners, heads of departments, and say, could it possibly be something that I did or could be doing better to retain these people, to retain those that are coming um, to work for, it may not be my organization personally, I may not have started it, but I'm still invested in it. And so it's my responsibility to take care of those people that are coming in for a position and make sure that they they want to stay. Because I don't know about you, but I don't want to have to keep replacing people as time goes on. Now, understanding that we talk a lot about seasons. Seasons come and go for each and every one of us. Some seasons are longer than others. And some seasons can just be short and quick. Um, I will use my example. I am interning right now. I have a full understanding, complete and total understanding that it is a short temporary season. Now that season, when it comes to internships and opportunities like this, those seasons can sometimes turn into longer seasons, but then that's when a commitment or a decision needs to be made on both parties. And so Things can change. But going into this, when I accepted it, this internship, I had a full understanding to see it as a temporary short season. And then we'll go from there at that point, you know, if it, if anything else comes up. And so that's how we have to look at everything in life is what type of season is this and should I be walking into it? And so let me give you an example of a question that probably just about every company, organization, uh, their recruiter will ask someone who is coming in, applying for a job. And they sit down for the interview. And the question is so easy. And depending on what the answer is, sometimes that question can be brushed right by like okay I just I had to ask it and so now that I asked it let me move on and other times that question can be the very thing that speaks volumes about the person who is sitting in front of you asking for a job and that question is simply why do you want to work for this organization or what makes you want to work for this company question or answers can vary across the board from, um, you know, I really just need a job or I needed to find something that would work with my schedule. Um, Another response could be, I enjoy doing this type of work. I've done it before, so I know I can do it. Then you really get into the responses that most people should want to hear. Well, you know, I didn't know very much about your company before, but after looking into it, I see that. This is something that I know I'll enjoy doing. Or go even further. A response could be, I completely, totally agree and love your purpose, the mission of this company, and what you do on a daily basis. Or it could go further and say, you know what? I've heard about how well you treat your people. I see how you take care of your employees, and I would love to grow in an opportunity like this. I may not know everything, but it just really seems like a place that I know I'll be able to grow and I'll be able to give everything that I have to help the company grow. And so when we have these people sitting before us and we ask these questions, there's a moment where we really need to stop and begin to read that person and hear everything that they're saying. Open up your ears, watch their, their expressions, watch their body language, hear their heart, You can sit there and hear their heart in that response. And here's the hard part. If they don't seem like they're really invested in this opportunity. And it's just going to be a, I just really need a job right now. As much as you want to help that person. They will probably be the ones most likely to walk away. Unless you bring them in. And you train them. And you take them under your wing and you figure out what it is that they have a passion for and you talk to them about the skills that they have and you talk to them about the things that they've done in the past and how they can apply what they know to this position that they may know nothing about. That's a whole other level of training and care and relationship building with your employees. But what I also hear on the other end all the time is that most people don't have time to do that. And it's really not an excuse. There has to be somebody in your company designated to making sure that these relationships thrive with your current employees, your new employees, and your potential employees. It is so important, and we drop the ball every single time. I want to tell you my story real quick. Because I know I had promised to share more about On the last episode About the organization that I am now currently in And I hadn't mentioned their name up until now But I'm going to Because I really believe in their mission And their purpose and what they're doing And so It was about a year ago um, July Of last year That my daughters and I, we were at a job fair And I wasn't there looking for a job I was there trying to kind of, um, scout out the businesses that were there and see who we could possibly, uh, contract with because of what we do, right? We, we are, uh, contract ourselves out. We're consultants for employee coaching, customer service training, and that relationship building within, uh, different companies and organizations. And so I was just kind of walking around seeing who was there and if anybody caught my eye, you know, and I, I wanted to get their card so I could talk to them later, about opportunities. That's what we were doing. And so as we're walking through, um, there was a table and it had the Treasure Coast Food Bank. And I thought, well, wow, years ago, if you know our story, if you've been listening for a while, years ago when we were down in another area of Florida, um, we would get up every morning and pick up bread from the local grocery store and take it to the uh, school the elementary school in our area, the high school, I'm I'm sorry, the middle school and the elementary school. And then we would deliver everything that was left because there was so much to, um, about two or three different food banks. And there was a, a, women's home, um, food pantries, not the food bank, but a couple of food pantries and a woman's home. And this was five days a week and we loved it. We got so much joy out of delivering this bread and these pastries to families who needed it. And so when I saw that table, I stopped and I thought, I want to volunteer. And the girls love volunteering. This is just something that they're homeschooled. You know, we can do what we want. And um, I remember talking to the ladies there, and just the smiles on their faces were so inviting. And I said, you know what, we'd love to volunteer. I, I can't tell you exactly when, but we'll work it out. You know, we'll figure out our schedule and get back with you. And those ladies kept in contact with me over several months. And I I really started to feel guilty and bad when I had to start telling them. I had kind of, you know, gotten a little too over eager and excited about offering ourselves to volunteer. Because within a couple of months, the girls and I were both going to be starting college. They were going into dual enrollment, you know, with high school and college, and I was just going to go to um, fulfill some classes for some certificates for our business, and um, the schedule got so busy, and as much as we wanted to go and volunteer our time, I had no idea what it was going to be like to go back to school and take on this load, four classes, tests, exams, study time, it was just so much. And the girls were busy doing high school and college, and so I kind of let it go, knowing that maybe one day we'd be able to get back to it. And um, it's a couple of months ago, at the end of this last semester in spring, I decided to start looking for internship opportunities because that's part of the degree plan. You know, you can um, find a place to gain more experience, and I love working with other companies, even though. we have our own business, we still make ourselves available to help whoever we can. And so, um, and we can always learn, right? We always learn from every opportunity, every single one we should walk into looking for an opportunity to learn something new that we may have not known. And boy, if I could tell you the stories, I have learned so much just in the course of a month. But back to the story, when I started searching internships, the food bank popped up. And I thought to myself, God, look at how awesome you are that you placed right in front of me something that was a desire of my heart to be able to walk into this place and not just have to volunteer, but actually actively work with them to help them in any way possible that I could. To be able to put everything in there um, that I wanted to do and some, some more. And just what an amazing thing. So I I interviewed and was offered the internship along with uh, some other really great interns. and, um, And I've loved every moment of it. And so this was an example that I wanted to share with you for this reason. Because even though we have our hearts set on doing something specific, we are living in a time right now where the responses and the suggestions and everything else that is given to people that are job searching as um you know they're looking for something they don't know where to start they don't really know what they want to do and the response that is given to a lot of people and i've run into them on a consistent basis is just take whatever you can get just if they offer you something just take whatever you can get because right now you just need a job And that is so furthest from the truth, in my opinion, and in my heart. If you know what you want to do, maybe you don't know what you want to do, but you know what you love. You know what you have a passion for. You know what you believe in. That opportunity will come. You don't have to settle for anything, You don't have to just grab the first thing that comes at you because right now you just need to have stability and you need to make sure that you're doing um, something. As long as you're getting a paycheck. That is not how we should live our life and make our decisions because what's going to happen is that you'll find that you're miserable after a couple of months. It was something that you didn't really want to do or something that you don't enjoy, something that you don't even believe in. And you're sitting there miserable, trying to figure out what you're going to do next. And the only option in your mind and in your heart is to walk away, which creates what? The revolving door. And so when this opportunity came back around and I thought, God, you knew my heart. You knew what I believe in. You know what we love to do. We love helping people. We love feeding people. We love just working hard and putting our hands you know, um, I guess that, that saying, putting your hands to the plow and just doing everything that you can to help others, to serve others. You knew that that's where my heart was. And you also knew that right now, the only extra time that I had was to put into my school and to put into our business. But you made it almost a necessary, mandatory thing for me to be able to do the very thing that I love, because I will get credit for school in doing this internship, but I'm also in a place that I wanted to be. And so I embrace this temporary opportunity. And I promise you one thing, I will still be there volunteering when this comes to an end because of what I have seen them do for so many people. And so I want to come on here and encourage you, the business owners, um, management, those of you in leadership positions, remember that when you sit down with your potential employees. When they come in and they sit before you and you ask them that question, why do you want to work for us? What makes you want to be here? Listen very carefully and know exactly what it is that their heart is speaking because it's okay to say no. It's okay to pass them by because you might actually be doing them a favor and helping them to not jump into something just because all they need is a job, but to go and find the very thing that they really want to do and that they're going to be able to put their whole heart into. Because sometimes it's not just a know it might be a, this isn't quite right for you, or it's a not right now because you need to find the thing that you're supposed to be doing. And those of y'all that are job searching or you're trying to figure out what it is that you want to do, just know that you don't have to take the first thing that's offered to you. You don't have to settle for anything. Be picky. And I'm not saying to the point where you're going to expect to be paid, you know, at the highest level of of salary that a lot of people work hard for. But be picky in the place and in the position that you want to be in so that you can put your whole heart into what it is that you're doing and you can have an opportunity to grow through that experience and not just feel like you're sitting there doing something that you absolutely hate. So I want to close this just kind of by um, offering a little more information about this um, food bank because I really want to do everything that I can Especially if I have a voice on this podcast and and those of you that are listening if you ever have a heart To give in an area um, That touches you then I want to make sure that that opportunity is afforded to you as well We always believe and speak on here every single time that the more you give the more you have And so we look for every opportunity to give So if you want to be a blessing If you live in the treasure coast area of florida And you'd like to come in and volunteer, or you'd like to um, do some, you know, be a part of some of our other activities or events, um, reach out to me. If you don't live in the Treasure Coast area, or you're not even in Florida, but you listen to us consistently, and you want to visit the website, it's stophunger.org, and you can look at all the things that the Treasure Coast Food Bank is doing. Uh, within our community. I'll go ahead and put the, the links in the description of this podcast if you want to share. And on my social media accounts, I'll make sure that I put them there too. But if you want to make a donation or you'd like to give in any way possible, it is so appreciated. I, I am learning so much about everything that they do. They feed 250 or provide 250,000-plus meals per week. Um, they provide f- free trainings to uh, the community in different areas like hospitality and CDL driving and um barista training and um there is so much. I it would take an entire episode to go over everything that they do. And so I just wanna direct you to the website. It is stophunger dot org and you can look at everything that they do. Um I am so grateful to be a part of this organization. And so I I would hope that you at least go and and see what they're doing and and even encourage you to find organizations like this within your own community and reach out to them and volunteer and be a blessing. Even if it's $5, $10, um, we always let people know every dollar that you give provides eight meals. So you don't know how much you are doing with a dollar. Every single dollar adds up to so much more. And so um, I just wanted to come and share my heart on this revolving door, share these wonderful things that are happening in our life right now um, as a family and uh, for me personally, individually. And I pray that it just bless you and encourage you. And so until next time, I promise I won't wait too long to get back on here. But until next time, um, you have a wonderful day. Have an amazing week. Know that I am praying for you always. I am always praying for each and every one of you that listens, takes the time to listen. And I pray that everything that we share encourages you. So until next time, God bless.